Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at bluenile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at bluenile.com, bluenile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want Salon Perfect Nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at olivenjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at olivenjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsok for another edition of the big show, the main show, the superstar destroyer of our fleet. We are still here in a post The Last Jedi world, which is an interesting world to live in. And with me tonight is Joseph Scrimshaw and special guest host. You've heard her on Databank Brawl, Force Center at Large here. It is from Geek Girl Authority, Audrey Kearns. Hello, gentlemen. Oh, we are so happy to have you here. I'm going to make my poor yell of excitement. <laughs> we finally know what the yell is. Oh, it's so loud. It's so loud and beautiful. I love it. It is, yeah. And, and Joseph was the one who, who really pointed to me first, like, so that was definitely changed from the trailer. It was more of a, you know, ah, ah, and it's yeah, one yeah. long solid. I was like, you're right. And that's why I love it. Battle yeah. cry of passion. <laughs> I, love it. I went out and bought a coffee cup. 
poor coffee cup. I went to the Disney store the next day. Yeah. They hooked me, and I bought one. Absolutely, man. Oh we're gosh. living in a pork world. Guys, we're here. Thanks for anyone who joined us on our last Jedi breakdown. It was nearly two hours of sweaty Star Wars nerddom, and we had a lot of fun doing it. We, uh, we being me, Joseph, and Jennifer. Jennifer can't uh, be with us here tonight as, uh, as we record. We love The Last Jedi, and we've seen it multiple times now. I've seen it five at the time of this recording, Joseph. You've seen it four? Four times, yeah. Wow, that's a lot. It really is, <laughs> and it's still not enough. It's not enough. No, it, there's just more and more little things I notice, and yes. then I remember like, oh, stop thinking about that, because another great thing is coming up. Yeah, and now yeah. I know you know, where Joseph Gordon-Levitt is. Yep. And now I know little little, little tidbits here and there, and it just it pulls you back in even yeah, more. Yeah, i got to go back eight times just to stare at different Cantobite aliens, because they don't <laughs> stay on the screen long that, enough for me. I was looking really hard the last time there. Audrey, have you seen the movie a couple times? I've now? seen it twice, Yes, and then I'm seeing it again on Christmas Day. That's good. And then I'll probably go see it alone. A few more times. Yeah, you want you want to kind of take it in one more time. There's so many wonderful things to see on the big screen in this movie. Yeah, uh, that's kind of why they're designed that way. So that's where we're at. But we want to talk about our, our topic here tonight. We're not going to do news. We're going to get right into it there. And and uh, Joseph, this movie. I guess it's causing a bit of a controversy on the internet. Have you heard about this? I have, all day today as we record. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm really enjoying it, and I think it is a, a fascinating spectrum of people who legitimately are like, hey, this is not for me, or I really have this problem right. with it, and then it, I think it has elicited a certain amount of anger to this fascinating internet point where it refracts, and it is hard to even tell mm. how divisive it really is. Yeah. Or is it, you know... Some of uh, a vocal minority are angry, and then there's a vocal majority who are angry back. Or you know, it's hard to even tell where it's at. But there's certainly a lot of debate. It is. There's a lot of debate. And Andre, you now you run Geek Girl Authority, great website, great blog mm-hmm. that g- dives into this geekdom. Are you feeling anything extra on that site right now that this movie's bringing about? Um, you know, we you know um, we have a. a, a Slack. I know that you yeah. hate that. <laughs> I'm, I'm on it now. You're on it yeah, now. Slack, it's yeah. a way for you know contribute. Uh, I mean, it's a good tool. It, it's a good tool. I can I communicate with all my other contributors, and I had to set up a channel because um, there's a general thread where everyone could talk live, and I had to set up a separate channel for the Last Jedi that you oh, had nice. to be that you had to t- ask me to be invited to just so we weren't doing spoilers and everything oh, like that. That's smart. And with my contributors, I think the general is people liked it. There were a few people that had some issues with it. Yeah. No, no. Uh, most of the anger I've seen have has been on 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 social media. I think most people that do adulting well mm-hmm. have been like my husband has a text chain with um, about five or six other mid forties men <laughs> <laughs> that are talking about their feelings and they run the gamut. You know, there are some people that yeah. really loved it. There are some people that are just like this is the worst one. Wow. But um, at least the people he's talking to that say they didn't like it at all have their reasons. I don't agree with them. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they're they're saying, well, let me lay this out for you. you yeah, know? and that's and that's where we're kind of focusing our discussion tonight is a specific possible it's a possibility. Hear me out, right, Joseph? Yeah. Hear me. This is a possibility <laughs> of one of the reasons people are having problems with this movie. And we're gonna dive into speculation. We're gonna look at episode nine speculation. We speculate here. We theorize. It's part of the fun of being a Star Wars fan, but definitely there has not been this level of speculation for a Star Wars film in a long time. And for a lot of films, it's not just Star Wars, a lot of fandoms. So we're gonna dive into that. And you're so right, Audrey. Like I've had some some close friends text me and they're like, hey, I see you love this movie i kind of liked it and we've had a conversation about why and they'll put against things that i'm like ah 
that didn't work for you. It worked for me. Exactly. That's the end. Let's shake hands and go yeah. on our way. But I'm I'm having some problems, and and I'm going to need Joseph <laughs> counseling from not Star Wars counseling, but internet counseling. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's I've I've not seen this level of people. How do I say this politely and respectfully as we try to do here at Force Center? Who just missed a lot of things and mm-hmm. got things wrong. So the reasons to me that they're tweeting ad nauseum, I, 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 my only response is that's not the case. Yeah, you got it kind of wrong. Yeah, I would say uh, that that you know there is obviously like always. I'll start over again. Mm-hmm. I think we have a legitimate cultural problem with yeah. the difference between subjectivity and objectivity, where yeah. we know that facts uh, are facts and opinions are opinions, but we just kind of don't speak that way. Right, and it starts with movies and pop culture, and then it extends to you know the world, and suddenly becomes yeah. incredibly, incredibly dangerous. So yeah. I think that's why I am sensitive about all of this. Yeah, and with that in mind, I think there are some critiques that are like that's not factually true to me. Yeah. So when people said I don't like it because Luke Skywalker wasn't a hero, right? You, it's fine with me if you say I don't like the way Luke Skywalker was a hero, or mm-hmm. I don't like it that it took until the third act where he truly became a hero again. But right. if you say Luke Skywalker was not a hero, like, yeah, did you not? That's factually see incorrect. That <laughs> That's factually incorrect. Gave his yeah. life to save yeah. the resistance and yeah. be hope and face his flaws and yeah. his fears and overcome them and raise his lightsaber and save the galaxy one more time. Did yeah. you? Did you go out for a urination for the entire third act? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, and and how you know the the ending too, with which we effectively affectionately calling him Broom Kid, but he has yeah. a name now, and I have the visual dictionary. And it's like Temi <laughs> Tamiri Blag is his name. Yeah. Um, where it's like that is, and you, I, I, you, you picked this up, and it blew my mind. Because we kind of, we didn't take to this book maybe as much as we should. Yeah. Because Luke's fishing spears from this book, and uh, the kids at the end is a is a pull from the Legends of Luke Skywalker book. Yeah, mm. yeah. Their their class. Uh, I don't think it's the actual uh, kids necessarily, but if right. you haven't read this book, there, it's a framing device where some kids on a ship are telling stories about Luke Skywalker, and they're like second hand, third hand, fourth hand. So they've really been turned into these ridiculous myths. Uh, but they're all downtrodden kids. The ship is carrying these the fathiers, the space horses, and they're going to these like uh, places of Canto Bight where they're going to be treated poorly, where they're only going to mix with other kids, mm-hmm. like the kids that we meet telling the stories. And oh, I just that's had this... fascinating because that's exactly what they do in the movie. Yeah. He's in there and they've got little blocks and stuff on the ground and right. they're telling stories. Yeah, they're, they're the little peons who see yeah. the corruption and the yeah. class-based horror that is yeah. going on on Canto Bight and in the galaxy and would naturally dream of yeah. a hero with a lightsaber. And hearing it and how in, in death Luke became even more of an inspiration and legend dying this way, dying by his choice, which we've had and we'll ha- continue to have that discussion of, of you call it, I think, a victory for passes, a pa- passism, <laughs> pacifism, <laughs> yeah. and being passive. No, no, being very active and just like he didn't, you know, he, he chose his way to be a hero. I love it. I could go on and on, but then so that's why the story of Luke goes on and these mm. legends go on. And then when I hear stuff like that, like, ah, Luke wasn't a hero. It's like, I can't, I can't have this discussion with you because I think you missed it. Yeah. And there's been a lot of that and a lot of things heaped on. Um, and part of it, and why, again, we're focused on tonight, is the speculation. Now, again, we at Force Center are going to speculate about Episode Nine. 
because that's fun. We're going to speculate as we lead up in the next year and a half to episode nine. We're going to speculate about, about Han Solo. But I think we're always going to maintain, and I think even more so, because I think I learned a bit of a lesson here in Me this too. movie, which was like, oh, I held, I, I was slightly disappointed, not disappointed, but like I walked out of the, the premiere going, what, are, what did I just see? And when I say I had to see the movie a second time, that isn't, doesn't mean I was tricking myself into liking it. Means this movie made me think, and Audrey, that can't be a bad thing. No, it can never be a bad thing. There are so many, you know, to me, Star Wars has always been, every single film in the franchise has been an allegory, you know, and this film, again, is an allegory, and you do have to think about it. You know, exactly what you just said about Luke, you know, the way he chose to be a hero, you know, the themes of what to do with failure and what to do yeah. with love and, 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 and what to do with the spark. Yeah. I mean, these, these are all things that can be inserted into life right now. And also, you know, getting away from repeating um, yeah. your actions, doing things the same um, all the time. That's yeah. even commented on in this movie. Yeah. This is a thinker, Ken. This isn't this a bubble. <laughs> it's not a bubblegum movie. Yeah, and, and there was, you I, know? I'm not even going to mention the author's name. I, I don't mean to, it's not a, I don't want to get into the trenches of fight with her, but some of the Washington Post wrote why this, basically why this movie doesn't work, and we're judging it on a curve because it's a Star Wars movie, and they describe the whole Canto Bite stuff, which isn't my favorite parts of the movie. Like, some of it, it doesn't hit for me as much, but they called that whole thing pointless, and it didn't move the plot forward because the heroes went on this mission and it didn't work. That is someone who missed the point. You yep. missed the point, so I can't have a yeah, conversation um, with yeah. you. Um, but that, uh, see, Joseph, I'm getting, I, I'm, I, I'm, in the, I'm just, this is kind of the day I've had. I've been barraged uh, all day on the internet about yeah, this no, because I, I love this movie. Um, but part of this, too, is I think there's this, is a good good concept at work here that over-speculation, fan-fictioning locked a lot of people into what they felt should happen, and they weren't open to what happened. Uh, Case in point, I don't like... My questions weren't answered. Of course they weren't. Yours weren't. Ryan Johnson's were. So from that point, Joseph, is where we're leaping into this discussion. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like I... We, in fact, did an episode uh, about... Mm -hmm our last main show before the movie, you know, officially opened about like, hey, let's, you know, all take deep breaths and just open ourselves to anything. Right. And like, I was preaching that. I tried to do that. And I was set back on my heels, as I keep saying, is my reaction to the first time. And it was not dislike. Right. It was just, this is so much different than I expected. Right. And I do think that is a good thing, but I do agree with you that part of that is that we start to set these expectations because we feel like we talk about this all the time. We think about this all the time. Right. We have these ideas about where it should go. And I would rather be surprised. Yeah. Um, but I think in particular, my big one, mm-hmm. and I think the big one that a lot of people are having a hard time with is uh, Snoke. Right. And this is my strong opinion. Yeah. Is that there's nothing in The Force Awakens that sets up a mystery right. for Snoke. Uh, so a lot of people have said like, oh, well, Brian Johnson just threw out what J.J. Abrams did with all the great stuff he did with Snoke. I don't think J.J. Abrams did anything with Snoke. I think he said, here is a big, evil, scary guy because we want to have one of those and we're going right. to play with him eventually in, yeah. this, in this sequel trilogy. And, you know, we don't, we don't know much about him. The books have heavily hinted that he is a powerful dark side presence from the unknown regions and maybe we'll still hear that story but there was nothing that invited you in the force awakens to go who is he yeah it's going to be a big reveal that is something we as the fans decided to do 
And it was really, really fun to do for two years. Yeah. yeah. But it's not something that should be uh, uh, expected of the film because right. it was fan-created. Yeah. Right. Well, I think there's a big issue with... Um, and, and, Ken, you were saying, mm-hmm. to your point... You know, no no Star Wars film has ever been speculated on like like this one has. Yeah. You know, but we've also never had this. You know, um, I'll you know admit my mm-hmm. age here, kind of. You know, there's <laughs> it, the, only kind of <laughs> kind of only kind of. Oh, you know, um, this twenty four hour news. So, I mean, we yeah. can speculate anytime. We can get on the computer anytime we want. We can do it from an anonymous chair, couch, right. whatever. And so we we get so wrapped up in it that. You, I, I guess you entitled. You feel like you. Own, well, no, I'm just. Yeah, no, I'm just laughing because there's, we, there's we've an all ownership. There, you, yeah. you know, people think there's an entitlement that I'm a better Star Wars fan than you, or I'm a better yeah, Star yeah. Wars fan than Ryan Johnson, who's yeah. a big old who's Star Wars huge nerd. Star Wars fan. You know, and you guys are probably just as nerdy as he is about yeah. you two about about Star Wars. But like you said, I think that's a very yeah. good point. No, this is Ryan Johnson's. Yeah. You, you, you know, vision, and I think the entitlement is is where we get. Is where it's gotten really dangerous lately. It, with other, yeah. you know, big with a lot of things, yeah, yeah. you know, DC, Marvel, everything. It, it's 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 happening, and mm-hmm. I don't know what to do about it. I I'm, it's my nature to be able to go, huh? You know, yeah. I can be disappointed, but I'm very good at going, huh? But some people <laughs> that doesn't make me better than anybody. I'm just no, saying no. that that some people hold it really, really tight. Right, and 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 to be clear, like I walked out of I think maybe the second or third viewing when you were really seeing. Oh, here's. Here's the choices Ryan made. And I, and I said right away on my uh, reviews here and then on, over on Collider Video of, of the big risks in this movie is how they decided to answer the questions we had. That was the risk. They went in a different direction yeah. with that. Uh, but I just had this feel like I, I don't want to – I almost felt guilty like being part of the Star Wars media discussion world. Like I'm, I'm partial, partially to blame them, right? <laughs> Even though I, I wasn't. And if you watch the other stuff I do about Star Wars, it isn't Force Center. I, I avoid as much as I can the, uh, oh, I know who Snoke is. Because I, I, I don't want to know. Do you yeah. guys I'll feel... figure it out. But I feel guilty. I feel, so I apologize, audience. <laughs> you do, do you guys feel that there is somebody in the world who, much like putting your Oscar predictions in, mm-hmm. got every single one right? And it's going... I won. Yeah, Maybe no. I won. I mean, one of we asked for predictions, and one of the ones that just a ton of fans said is Ray and Kylo are going to team up in some way. Like everybody had right, their different right. idea yeah. of exactly how and when, and then who would they fight on what planet, or you know, they would kiss and lightsaber fight at the same yeah. time. And, <laughs> but ev- like everybody really got the spirit of this makes sense. They're, yeah. From watching those trailers, yeah, that they're right. going to come together. So like there are predictions yeah. that utterly did come true. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take credit. <laughs> <laughs> with a laugh, I did say I fear Luke will never leave this island. Uh, you know, I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a point, a half point for that one. No, but a lot of it's, uh, yeah, a lot of it's there and it's fun. And we did that too on Collider, and and some got it right, and a lot of us, I think, we were officially our official Force Center stance was raised mm-hmm. from nothing, from nobody. But mm-hmm. not to say I didn't we have fun. Also went big on Kenobi. Kenobi, like, yeah, you know, because if I thought if they were going to do a connection, that's the way that they would go. It would make sense. Well, just because know? of her vision in the first movie, yeah. that's yeah. why you would definitely. I mean, there, Absolutely. I still think. There's something to do with Kenobi, whether he put <laughs> yeah. her there or not. Yeah, yeah. could be. But anyway, and, and I, that's and my I'm, speculation. I'm probably going to refer it enough as we have this discussion. And, and thank you guys for joining us on discussion out there in Force Center land as we uh, maybe diverge a little bit. Or at least that's my fault. I had a great opportunity to see uh, Force Center at the WGA Theater, and that included a Ryan Johnson Q&A afterwards. And I did not ask any questions. I, I like to just listen. And there were some great answers from him. And when it came to Ray, he said, I sat down. Again, he wrote this script based 
uh, off of reading the script for Seven while they were shooting Seven. So all those theories, and we're going to talk about that Snoke theory, Joseph, that wasn't yeah. there. Like you said, it's just, it didn't exist. Yeah, so it's like it some people have, who have gotten uh, upset for whatever various yeah. reasons and said, like, it felt like a middle finger. And I understand yeah. that because the sure. movie did sometimes feel like, hey, do you have these expectations? I'm going to subvert them. Mm-hmm. I personally call that good storytelling if it's like right. it's not necessarily going to go the way you think if you're right. surprised it absolutely like, yeah yeah um but there's just no way it was intended as a middle finger because he wrote this before the film was made right and we all as fans started the who, who is snoke theory yeah and the your snoke theory sucks stickers yeah. that was a thing that we we built and created yeah. as fans and i say Hooray! Hooray! Yeah. Let's let's still build fun, ridiculous speculations, yeah. but then let's take responsibility that we created them, yeah. and it's not if we in the interim so of this speculate time, responsibly is our new shirt. <laughs> I had that written down on my notes. Oh, I took it from you. No, it's, no, no. it's great. Hashtag speculate responsibly. Yeah, I, I yeah. really do think that that is true because I love it. Coming it's to our fun. T Public merch section yeah. soon. I think. We're calling this episode episode yeah. nine speculation yeah. because we're going to get to yeah. that because we want to speculate it's yeah. fun we're not you know shaming for speculating yeah and I, and I think we're i think i'm definitely trying to be overly cautious and trying to explain that because i don't yeah. want to i don't want any don't at me bros i'm just like i mean we all had when uh, the kenobi thing i was i 100 bought into it at one point i uh, for a second i thought satine and and uh, down through sabine Ra- i oh, yeah. i can get because it's fun there but so ryan johnson said in writing he sat down on it with a piece of paper and wrote down every possible parentage f- for Ray. Oh, nice. He goes, whatever you can think, I put down. Kenobi, Palpatine, all that <laughs> stuff. He played it out, and the best answer was nobody because it was an obstacle for Ray to overcome this identity issue. And, to br- and he said specifically to break the prophecy box. I, I, I That's love Kylo. That. We don't yeah. need that. Yeah, and Ray I, think, didn't I think there's nothing more inspirational than someone who, I mean... Kylo's words to her about her being a nobody and that she doesn't matter are incredibly hurtful and yeah. and w- which is what he intended, you know, he's he, yeah. you know, but it's like coming from nothing and becoming yeah. one of the most powerful um Jedi's yeah. in the world. I mean, we've heard this before. Yeah. You know, um yeah. I think that's incredibly inspirational. Yeah, and I don't think it is um I don't think it's throwing out Star Wars because some people no. have said like, oh, no. I feel like that's throwing out, like we've been told it's about the Chosen One, it's about mm-hmm. the Skywalkers, it's about Destiny and you know, I'm going to talk about this more probably on Star Wars counseling, but I think Star Wars has also always been about choice. Yeah. So every all, all the mentors all the time are always yelling at the younger people, like, this is your destiny, this or that is your destiny. You going evil, going to the grocery store is your destiny, do this, do that. <laughs> yeah. And Luke Skywalker yeah. makes his choices. Yeah. He yeah. chooses to leave Tatooine. Yeah. yeah, just his uh, well, just random like, old man yeah. in a hut said your father was a Jedi and he was pretty awesome. Then he chooses to do that. Yeah, you know, and that that's what's great is Ray is being told all this other stuff too of like you don't have the important yeah. blood, you just have the force for some reason. Well, it's still the same question yeah. that Luke faced of well, the, what do yeah. you the, choose the little to do? boy at the yeah. end. You know, what if he's the next Ray? That's the thing. You know, that was like right. we, in, in both showings I saw when he walks by that broom mm-hmm. and the broom comes to his hand. It wasn't like a. <gasps> Or think, it, it was like almost this inaudible intake of air yeah. of like hundreds of people in a theater just going, <gasps> and it got really, really quiet. And yeah. and that's nothing. It can be anywhere. It can be anyone. Yeah. Anyone can change the world. To I mean, if we yeah. bring go to another universe that where Gandalf lives, he makes <laughs> that point. Yeah. And you all know, those people yeah. sucking in the air, I think, were thinking. <gasps> 
is he related to Ezra? I think that's what they're all thinking in that moment. <laughs> Clearly, Ezra. Yeah, and the stuff about Ray. I mean, I love this journey of she thought Luke was the thing we needed. The galaxy needs Luke. All right, that failed. She holds the lightsaber one more time. Luke sa- shakes his head again in the rain, and she says, well, then Kylo's our only hope. No, Ray, you're the only hope, and you had to overcome your fears, which Kylo tries to play on her fears. Her fear is that she's nobody and alone, and Kylo's like, but you're somebody to me. You don't, don't be afraid if you take my hand. I'll get you there. She has to choose. She was ready to fight him. Oh, yeah. She reaches yeah. for that lightsaber to fight to him. fight, yeah. That is powerful stuff. And all the speculation in the world, all the Ray theories in the world, the, even us going, Ray is nobody, uh, that choice Ryan made was different than our speculation. And I went, wow, that's awesome. Not, well, I had her pegged as Sabine Wren's daughter. <laughs> You're an idiot. So do you guys, um, just a little sidebar right here. I, I, I know you guys already did your breakdown. Will allow. <laughs> Will allow. <laughs> um, I know you did your breakdown episode of the movie, um, and you just said the thing about Ryan Johnson, right. what, what he said. Do you th- still think there's possibility in speaking of speculation? <laughs> yeah, please. That's I'm, what jumping, do. I'm jumping ahead that Kyla's messing with her head. And he, so, I mean, because Snoke basically told them mm-hmm. that he was manipulating what they saw. Right, right. So there's that. But what if Kylo did see something, but he's just not letting Ray know what he thought? And, or uh, or I, do you prefer the nobody? I, I prefer the nobody. And I think mm-hmm. it's going to stick with that because I think JJ has come to that same conclusion as mm-hmm. well. There's some stuff out about that. But I've, I've also heard, heard tell, I think we, you know, there were some of the sources that Disney Lucas hadn't chosen a direction even after Force Awakens. Like it could have been left open. There was some yeah. stuff on the toy side is all I can really say. Um, but I think they're both, I th- I'm, I'm thinking it holds true. Anything's happened. But that's yeah. the thing is, is again, the, now the speculation, that's that's some great speculation. The irresponsible speculation is, well, JJ's going to take it back from Ryan and change it. <laughs> yeah. This isn't a competition. Yeah, they if you met. say JJ is going to fix this and you get your heart set on it. Yeah. And, they're just, yeah. You're just going to make yourself, you're, you're just... Building yeah. a path of disappointment. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the Snoke was a mystery. You know, the Snoke being a mystery that the fans made, Joseph. Like, like we are going to keep doing that kind of stuff. Now there's, a, you know, this theory of Snoke being the prime Jedi. That might yeah. have been his vision on the the little seal that was uh, by uh, mm-hmm. where, where Luke passed away. Um, and that's fun for me. But, like, should we keep doing that? How do we keep doing that? Yeah, I mean, I think hashtag speculate responsibly, uh, for sure. I and I, I yeah. think, to me, what what I was affected by after I saw the, the movie is remembering that I get to have lots of different Star Wars experiences. Right. And the prime, not the prime Jedi, but the prime Star Wars experience <laughs> is sitting in a theater, the big dark room, as I heard Samuel L. Jackson keep calling it at a screening in Arclight. Yeah. He's like, we're in the big dark room. I love that. <laughs> you go to the big dark room and you watch a Star Wars movie with all these other people. Yeah. You know, he comes out on home media and you watch it. And that, that's the prime experience. Right. Now, the books and the comics and the video games, they have elbow room to add details in a way that isn't, isn't good right. storytelling for a two to two and a half hour movie. Yeah. And I just reminded myself of like, I've been getting so into that comic book storytelling. Yeah. Even episodic television where you have a little bit more room to pull down the PowerPoint presentation and go, here's the lineage. Do, yeah. do, 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 do. Um, we did that great episode of that a fan suggested of the difference between history versus mythology. Right. Where we can get so crunchy on Star Wars details when we have the room to. Yeah. And I think uh, Star Wars movies are always going to be more mythology. Yeah. Because it's about the, what the characters are doing and feeling in the moment 
It's mm-hmm. not about a history lesson or a PowerPoint presentation. Right. I love both of those things. And this was just a good reminder to me of like, don't expect that I'm going to get all of those crunchy little details from the book. Right. Like, I love the character Masamita, and you can yeah. follow him through all of the movies and the books. <laughs> There's the whiny senator, Noah Jabel, who yeah. never wants to fight, and he lives all the way through the Galactic Civil War, and he's still whining when it's... Yeah. And I love all those characters and those details. Like, but you, But I don't want for myself to build up to expect to have that experience. Right. Because that's my books and comic books experience. Yes. And then I get to have, I get to have a different experience when I go to the movies. Yeah, and we may get that Snoke answer. And and, and he, Johnson talked about this in the Q&A. I was fortunate to see that he's, he, 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 so what is the what is an obstacle for Kylo to overcome? And one of it is this emperor pupil doc, uh, dynamic. And he's talked about it in some interviews too in the press where it's like, he literally said the words, you know that cool th- throne room scene from Jedi? I said, let's put that here and then take the, take the handcuffs off of Kylo the rest of the story. It's out of the way. He's unchained now. He gets to go forward and, it's, and now we'll see what happens. And, I'm, ex- and he said, I'm excited to see what J.J. can do as a fan. So uh, that, that, that is an answer. And that's, that's part of the speculation too is, is we demand these answers and like, why well, didn't get the answer? And it's like, that's, that's the answer that's there. Now you have to figure it out and, and, and come to Force Center and, and, yeah. and get some counseling. <laughs> but discover the themes and emotions. I love watching Star Wars not to prove myself right, but to, to feel Star Wars. Yeah, and I feel like I discovered Snoke's character. Yeah. He was an incredibly powerful, overconfident windbag. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, that's a great way to describe him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like... He, his, yeah. his hubris, yeah. you know, um, is, is, was his demise, as is yeah. most windbags. Yeah. Yeah, well, one one would hope, right? Would hope. Well, I've got my, my fingers fantasy. are crossed. We're, we're hoping. Yeah, hope for yeah. those windbags to be taken down. And yeah, just to, to round up the Snoke snuff, no, Snoke snuff, Snoke snuff. It was kind of a Snoke snuff. Snoke you guys yeah. should also sell that. Snoke. Some Snoke snuff. Um, <laughs> you know, we we, we 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 still might find out, like I said. And there's you know the, the, this visual dictionary. Pablo Dago put some great little information treats in there. Those yeah. those. Uh, uh, imperial dignitary-like creatures that are in the throne room are actually aliens, described as aliens from the unknown regions mm, um, that he brought with him. They're navigators. They're mute navigators. That's how they <laughs> got there. Um, they don't talk back. Yeah, he, his ring has the does have the art from Palpatine's office and uh, does uh, have uh, obsidian mined from the underneath Vader's castle. And Mustafar. All right, Mustafar. so he's a fanboy. So boy. there's cool stuff going yeah. on there that we might find out, but I agree with the Ryan's point of uh, if he had said, I'm Darth Plagueis, Ray would have been, who's that? I'm yeah. like, what is, <laughs> that doesn't okay. affect me. That has nothing to do with my staff, Ray would say. <laughs> yeah, and I think, uh, I, I think the, the things that might come up with, we might learn more about Snoke, but only if it's relevant to the plot. Right. Like, you know, I think it's a good juicy question of exactly how did Snoke manipulate Kylo to begin with. Yeah. It's like that's an actual narrative thing that affects the characters. Right. It's not, yeah, a backstory. It's yeah. not a... Um, a Wikipedia, his, yeah, a Wikipedia entry. It's not like, like yeah, exactly. It's not like him saying, "Here's exactly how many centimeters long my fingernails are." Like it's like <laughs> random details. Like uh, if he had said, "Kylo, when I found you seven years ago, and we had that conversation at the diner, Dexter's diner, uh, on, uh, yeah, yeah, Star Wars: The Last Mad Lib." And then uh, Ray's identity, of course, is is a central question to what's going on here. What a lot of people had had problems with here, um, and and you feel, Joseph, this this need to be answered in the movie, right? Oh, of course. Yeah, her, I, I, and I think that's something that we talked about a long time, is, uh, for a long time, is whatever it was. It, if she did 
if she was a Kenobi, mm-hmm. it would have had to be, been a huge part right. of the story. Like maybe a Kenobi Force ghost would have had to really been present or she would have had to really learn from Luke. Like mm. this is who Ben Kenobi is and, and this is you know right. why he never wanted to have children because he always felt like they would go to like it would have somehow had to add to the story. You know, right. and this does. Right. The story and the themes. Right, absolutely. Uh, what kind of, uh, Andre, what kind of, going into this movie, had you locked yourself into wanting a direction for Ray in terms of parents? Had you really picked uh, Kenobi? No, I, I had, if anything, I thought, you know, just because um, I'm sure like many people, her vision in The Last Jedi, it's, you know, you've mm-hmm. dissected that. And yeah. Remember right. when the subtitles came out? And everything, and you're able to see who was talking and oh, what Yoda. Yeah. Like it, it, like you're watching it. All of a sudden, you get the subtitles. I forget who was doing that review, mm. um, and so they just printed what all the subtitles was, and it was Yoda, this, mm. blah, 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 Kenobi. And so I was like, well, so and Kenobi says these are your first steps. Is it yeah, that? Yeah. Right. These you know, are your so first I know. Steps. So I didn't know if he. It was kind of like a rescue op where he put <laughs> her. He put her down somewhere where she right. couldn't be found, you yeah. know. Um, so my my hope was there was a Kenobi um, mm. connection, whether it was uh, parentage or, or bloodline or right. whatever, you know. I, but finding out that if it is true that, you know, you're nobody, you didn't see anybody, you know, um, that means that she's just Ray, and that is so inspirational to me and very important to me because like I said, it's always, you know, Star Wars to me is always an allegory and aren't we all always trying to find our place in life? And and we're always, you know, sometimes we think we have to stand on the shoulders of our parents uh, to prove who we are. And, and, and we don't, you know, we are who we are. I'm Audrey, you're Joseph, you're Ken, you know, and and this is to me like Ray, you are Ray and you make your own path in this universe and it's going to be awesome and for good. Yeah, there. that's some that's some uh, good stuff. Now, uh, I, I will say this, and if you're listening, you're like, "Well, Ken, you're making me feel guilty that I had theories <laughs> and speculation." Again, don't be, don't no. be. You're um, not stupid for having. No, no, no I'm. Trust me, I might Most be, but, but you're not. No, but uh, I, I, part of that is because it it just made sense coming out of Force Awakens. It the question of well, who are Ray's parents? Of course, we're going to ask that because Ray was asking that. Yeah. Yes. Um, and the Snoke theories, and I get it because we're all like, "Ooh, who's that?" But leading up to the movie, there had been rampant speculation. The the Plagueis's staff, because of you made reference to that. Yeah. Seems absolutely silly, and I was I have that Plagueis figure hanging on my wall in my office, and I remember I, I remember pulling it down and going, "Oh yeah, oh maybe she found it on a junk pile or something like that." So. You shouldn't feel bad for having that. The movie did set up those questions. I guess just it's it's this locking into it. And then I think part of this, so Rogue One comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Rogue One had a lot more little Easter eggs, had a lot more connections to the things we've been investing in. And then some of the books before and after really tied in. Yeah. Saw Guerrera. I, you guys hear me talk about Rebel Rising by Beth Revis. I love that book. So... Did that kind of, uh, I'll use the term poison the water there, Joseph, but you know what I mean? It's not that dire. Did this set us up for a little bit of failure going into The Last Jedi? I think it said just set uh, hardcore fans up with different expectations. It's not mm. good or bad. It's just different that Rogue One, yeah, did t- it had the Catalyst preview book so you could right. feel going in. You know, I think it's sometimes about investment. You right. feel like if you invest your time, you want a, a certain experience back. Yeah. And... uh you know, we we already could know 
as Star Wars fans, you always do want to know more. I talk about the first yeah. time I saw The Force Awakens, and they went into Maz's castle, and I was like, it's so weird that I don't know any of those aliens' names yet. <laughs> you know, and Rogue One was the yeah. opposite. We're like, oh, I saw a chopper. I yep. saw the ghost. I know what that means. I know, right. oh, uh, mm. you know, Jim, there's an amazing music skew, and yeah. Jimmy Smith's the guy from Law and Order or whatever <laughs> walks out. And you're like, yeah. in, uh, you know, casual fans are like, why is the music so excited about Jimmy Smith? But if you're a Star Wars fan, you're like, that's Bail Organa. Yeah. And he's going to, in just seconds, he's got to say something yes. about Obi-Wan Kenobi. And it just, it, it did offer so many rewards like that. And I think that's great. That, yeah. That's a Star Wars experience. And then we can have this other Star Wars experience where The Last Jedi is pushing right. forward. That said, I mm. do think that um, there are more nods in The Last Jedi than people are giving it credit for. I, just because I they're not as explicit. So. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some stuff there. I mean, we've got uh, the uh, Radis, which is, of course, the, the great Admiral Radis, named yeah. after him. Do you know who named that ship? Uh, was it Leia? No. No. Akbar. Oh, it's Akbar, huh. of course. Akbar. Named it after. Uh, uh, I think he commissioned, yeah. he was like, hey, what about this? And Leia was like, oh, that sounds good. Let's um, probe that yeah. supremacy. There's, I'm telling you, there's some <laughs> great stuff in that visual dictionary there that Akbar and Radish didn't get along. Order. Oh, nice. But nice. Akbar over the years appreciated his colleague more. That's there. There's echoes of Empire Strikes Back. There's echoes of Return of the Jedi. Uh, the tracking, the hyperspace tracking, this one yeah. is fascinating because I definitely missed it. The, the little nod to Rogue One. Yeah, yeah, I, I, didn't I, get that. I, I, yeah. I saw it today and, and wrote it down on the notes because I wanted to share it in case anybody missed it. It's uh, in the like list of projects that the Empire is working on. Oh. Yeah, one of them is the, this ability to track. Uh, through hyperspace, hyperspace. yeah. Wow. So, like, that's great little nod. So like, that's there. It's there. Um, uh, the compass, which we uh, picked up in Battlefront Two, is also in Legends of uh, Luke Skywalker. Finn's jacket, which I noticed it has a little uh, self repair on it. This that's time. yeah. That's the thing that I noticed on my fourth viewing is that uh, there are also people who are saying like, oh well, I, I don't think Ryan Johnson paid a lot of attention to Force Awakens. There's so many details. So his jacket yeah. has this stitching over. The shoulder uh-huh. where Kylo Ren put his little uh, side blade into yeah. Finn's shoulder, yeah. cutting Poe's jacket. Right. <laughs> so clearly, Finn wakes up naked, asks, Where's Ray? And Poe's like, Dude, let me get you some clothes. I had someone, or maybe did myself, I stitched up the hole in my jacket. Here it is back, dude, because it looks so good on you, buddy. And now it looks a little even rugged and worn. Oh, it looks even better. with You got a scar, and so does the jacket. Good on you, buddy. Like yeah. That is a level of, of detail and precision that is in the film if you yeah. look for it. Yeah, absolutely. And and this Legends of Luke Skywalker <laughs> book, I almost feel like I need to apologize directly to Ken Liu. Um, I I struggled to read it at times, and a lot of people did. It's a weird Star Wars book. Yeah. The framing device now has more meaning to me, but at the time I was like, God, these stupid kids driving a Canto <laughs> bike won't shut up. Um, <laughs> the stories are weird. They're intentionally vague. You don't know what's real. You don't know what's a first-hand, second-hand, tenth-hand account. But now, after seeing The Last Jedi and seeing the fishing spear yeah. is from the book and the lesson Luke learned high atop a four-winged bird flying around learning about the tide. Yeah. The compass is there. And and just a lot of what Luke picked up, including the fact uh, the sacrifice and, and deeds in the past will echo in the future, all that kind of stuff. It's all in that book. That might have been the best journey to the last Jedi book. I think, uh, you know, we're, we're going to talk about it a little bit more in our wrap-up uh, episode, wrap-up of the year episode uh, next week. But... 
yeah, I think they did a really good job with the journey to The Last Jedi. So, like, when I was reading that, it's like, oh, they're going to Canto Bight, Fathiers. I know those are going to be the animals. And it right. seemed kind of surface level. Yeah. And it's great that it's not. They're clearly working hard to make this whole books, comic books, yeah. video game side of it really tie in onto, like, themes and emotions and ideas. Right. And, like, the journey to Force Awakens was just like, hey, remember Major Amat? He's got a beard. <laughs> He's in a book. He's going to be in the movie. Like, Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> but these are like cool. deep themes. And like, yeah, I would say check out that book, you know, and if you, uh, yeah. there are a couple stories that I absolutely love and a couple that aren't for me, but the overall yeah. book is fascinating. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of that stuff is there, like you're saying, Joseph, from a certain point of view, <laughs> The Last Jedi has all those connections. Again, it just, so that's why I get puzzled by the ruined Star Wars or didn't understand Star Wars or uh, someone, you know, well, they've said a lot worse about Ryan Johnson on even my own Instagram feed. I've had to leak comments like i i that's just pure hate and anger coming out and i and i think it's it's part of the fandom it's just part of i hate that it's in star wars but it is we can't deny it um i've seen dc and marvel and all that kind of stuff and it's just getting it's 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 taken hold audrey it has taken hold. It's, 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 you know, I, this word's getting used so much nowadays, but it's true. It's really toxic. And I think it mm. is best to go through and delete yeah. those and don't lose your own joy. I think that's the, that's the thing here. Don't lose your own joy. That's, that's why you're hearing yeah. me kind of ramble tonight because yeah. I, I lost some joy today. <laughs> well, let's get it I'm going to find it. All right. Yeah. No, I had, I had some yeah. joy moments yeah. like, yeah. you know, lost. I, yeah. I had a really uh, great time uh, last night as we were recording. I went to see it again at El Capitan Theater with right. their laser light show. Went to the Scum and Villainy Cantina. Oh, had yeah. some blue alcoholic milk with my wife. <laughs> There's such a great sense of community. There was yeah. a, a person who I believe was greatly intoxicated yell at me from another booth, like, what you think? They're like, what? <laughs> what you think? Like, I still don't understand you, sir. What did you think? I'm like, oh, I wanted to really make sure that I yeah, understood yeah, you and yeah. you were asking my opinion for the movie. And it's like, I loved it. And it's like, yeah. And you just like, he's like, yeah. redemption, yeah. and yeah. And like this yeah. great spirit, uh, a person recognized me and stopped me, which was nice for my yeah. vanity, my hubris. Uh, and then That's I came home nice. and I finally was like, I'm going to look at some of the more reviews and opinions. And they yeah. got a lot of the negativity. Yeah. And I really, like, literally before I went to bed, I was just like, I need to reclaim my positivity. And I just played over and over in my head yeah. Luke Skywalker saying, like, and I am not, I will not be the oh. last Jedi. And, like, oh, it just, it, you just it, it's pumping. Shivers. It's just, yeah. Absolutely. It is. So I think, you know, if, if it's getting you down, can you specifically, or the yeah, general yeah. you listening, it's just like, you know. Find your power. Reclaim yeah. your joy, your connection. That to third, Star Wars. that third act in that film is so good. Oh, that, but you guys yeah. are talking about nods. I'm going to just throw this in. Uh, yeah. Am I allowed another sidebar, Mister Netflix? Uh, okay. uh, the court will allow. Well, I just because of the Christmas sweater you have on that no one can see. <laughs> it's a wonderful Star Wars Christmas sweater. <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, I, this is a real life nod. Yeah. Um, you know, Skellig Michael, you mm-hmm. where where they where where Luke lives, which yeah. is what's called <laughs> on Earth, Skellig Michael. <laughs> um, like. Over a decade ago, 15 years ago, I knew of Skellig Michael because okay. um, I grew up Irish Catholic and, and I was reading this book called The Traveler. It's a trilogy, great sci-fi trilogy by this guy that writes under a pseudonym, John Paul Fox. Anyway, so there's this guy that's hiding, right? And he's hiding on this island in Ireland and it's called Skellig Michael, right? Mm-hmm. 
And um, and he explains it in detail so that when my husband and I were watching The Force Awakens, when at the very end of The Force Awakens, we both jumped up in our seat. <laughs> Nobody else did. And we looked at each other and audibly said, Skellig Michael. <laughs> but the thing is, is um, and when we went to Ireland, this is before Star Wars came out, we wanted to go see there, but the seas are so rough, you can't just oh, catch really? a boat. Yeah. And all that stuff is real. Like you would have to take the stairs all the way up. Yeah, there is yeah, no escalator. Yeah. But my point is, is that it was a monastery and it has been, the caretakers have been nuns. Really? Yeah. And so seeing the caretakers yeah. in the film with habits, like with these, yes, like yes. looking like nuns to me was like a nod to what that place actually is in our world. Well, and, and yeah. The, and, and the I just, Which maybe everybody yeah. realized, but sure. I just. I, I didn't I, know that there was actual nuns there caretaking and, and the porgs are the puffins. I don't know pre- if they are presently oh. anymore, oh, okay, but when it was a mo- gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. the history of it. In yeah. my head canon, there's nuns there right now. Um, but it's that same spirit of like, let's preserve this old thing that we don't even understand, but we understand it's special. Let's preserve it. You know? And I think those kind of like really deep, almost, uh, mythic things, but are real. That's what gives such, so much weight to Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. And and I I would say like to be uh, like the porgs or the puffins. Yeah. So it's like, it's all, yeah, it's all, it's all our world. Um, uh, so it's interesting. Thank you for my sidebar. I love that sidebar. Uh, but you know, let's not wallow in this. Let's get our joy back. Yes. Let's talk, start talking about episode nine, early speculation. Yeah. This is it. That said, Joseph, we're going to have some fun and then we're going to come back in a year and a half and listen to this episode (laughs) and enjoy how far off we were. Yeah. Let's see how wrong. We can be maybe if we can be wrong enough, we'll yeah. come right about around to being right. Yeah. It'll be a full circle. Uh, yeah. So I'm curious what you guys think about handling Leia's passing. I think that's you know it's one of the that's hard ones. That's going to be the toughest thing, and mm-hmm. I, I I assume that they. I mean, it's coming up on one year. Yeah. 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 You know, and I'm I and that's how long they've been discussing it. Yeah. You know? And so I'm curious what they, you know, I know that they've already said that this isn't going to happen. There's going to be no CGI Leia right. and stuff, which is what my fear would have been. Yeah. Right. Other than that, and I don't know what you guys think, I don't know. Should it, should it just be in the scroll? Should it start at her funeral? Should it? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, it's so heartbreaking to think about, but yeah. it has to be answered. I I really like, and we had talked about this on our review, and, and uh, Joseph, I think you drove this point home, of like, Leia did finish her arc, even yeah. though they didn't intend it to be, and maybe they intend, I get they intended Nine to focus on her more. Totally yes. understand that. Yeah. But with the unfortunate circumstances, you can look at this. She understands her son is gone, like you've pointed out, Joseph. She, she uh, has handed over command to Poe, and she tells Ray, we've got everything we need. That's that's good enough for me. Yeah. I wish it wasn't. I wish she was still here. I <laughs> yeah. totally do. But the reality situation is I'm good. So even a recasting, uh, the, a digital, any, any version like that, I, I think I can accept the crawl explaining Princess Leia, General right. Organa has, has right. passed uh, and a funeral or something. Whether that's the jumping point uh, off of the story, I don't know. Um, I, I would hope there'd be something, but it, you know, yeah. more than just a picture on the shelf. But at the same time, I wanted more with Han, right? I wanted acknowledge Han, and they did in, in in an amazing way that I didn't expect with the dice and all that stuff there. That's yeah. kind of all I needed in the yeah. end. And that he's going to haunt his son. <laughs> haunt his he's son. He's going to haunt yeah. his son. Yeah. <laughs> not literally. Yeah. Not, I'm not talking force ghost people. Force ghost, yeah. I think in nine, what the big thing would have been would be some 
some kind of reconciliation between Kylo and his mother. And I think that's what we're going to miss out on. Or a reconciliation or a final confrontation would be what we would have had in nine. But I was so surprised that she had such a large presence Mm -hmm. in Last Jedi. And like you said, to, to, to your point, it actually was a really great send off because she was downright heroic in yeah yeah in last jedi absolutely you know firing that blaster to the end too oh my gosh that was that two of my favorite two of my favorite um looks of layers when she's standing there on crate looking out that door Uh, oh with that coat time uh i I want that i want someone (laughs) that's some art i I want that on my wall and her shooting shooting (laughs) it's so great it's such a little they don't focus on it long she's just doing it just run everybody you know everybody everybody in the theater was just like on deck yeah i think here's my Here's my yeah. speculation. Under All the right. wild speculation, I think maybe a funeral, mm-hmm. if that works in the story. But I think we're going to have some sort of impact. Like there's going to be something like a Leia maneuver. There's yeah, going to yeah. be something that like Poe knows. Like I know that Leia had this plan or came up with this. So she idea. had given him some instructions. She had talked with him yeah. about something. And I don't know if it, you know because I don't want them to do CGI. You know, and it, that's had gotten to be a trope of like, well, this character's dead, but they left a strangely prescient video about the exact <laughs> problem we're going to have right now. I don't want anything like that. But right. maybe right. something where like Poe is smart enough to know, like, uh, you know, I've read the history books and Leia was in this kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah. I, I really know what Leia would do. Yeah. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. Some Find some way to really honor her in right. the action, you know? Yeah. Right. And so, so th- I mean, time needs to pass in order for Poe to be that smart. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no. <laughs> you, I think this, this uh, yeah. the, the Jedi, last Jedi was, was all about him messing up and, and he that has to sit with him right. and age with him to be a better commander and, and eventually probably like a general mm. and everything. And, and I love that idea that maybe like between these two movies, the whole time Leia's been mentoring him and, yeah. and, yeah. Teach, well, and teaching him to be a better... Yeah, that's true because you can then, you know, she can carry on in the books and comics for a while. Mm-hmm. And I guess the, one of the big questions, Joseph, do, do we want to have this death play out in a book if knowing that that's the Ooh. best way to get it? Ooh. If Claudia Gray, who's handled her so well in both Leia of Ald- Princess of Alderaan and Bloodlines, is tasked with this, you know, tremendously tough task, yeah. uh, could you be okay with that? Yeah, I think so. You know, I think it is really, uh, uh, you know, actually, I do think this is a great way to to bridge that gap of books, comics, and movies. Yeah. Because I am okay at this point with the crawl being later yeah. on it has passed. But I think as a big old Star Wars nerd, I would be like, yes, and I got to read that and process that. And, you know, she's been given a honorable, appropriate death. That yeah. would really ease me going into the movie. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, for Die Hard... Star Wars fans who do read the novels. <laughs> for and the just comments. a second, I thought you were going to say, you know, for Die Hard, when this important <laughs> yeah. character died. And- this is Die Hard in space. Oh, yeah. um, no, for that is a perfect. Um, I think that's actually a really great idea, f- and because for those who only see the movies, yeah, um, they will get their closure in that crawl, yeah, and then they'll go into the film. But for you know people that are really really into into the canon can get their closure and then when and not be disappointed yeah that there's some kind of emptiness in the film yeah, yeah. you know because you you like you said get Claudia Gray is actually a really great idea yeah you know I, I'm curious if that's if there's already already aren't wheels in motion right, right. on that 
Well, it's decided. Claudia Gray is writing <laughs> yes. this book. She is we'll, writing this book. We'll tweet her. When you guys check back in a year and a half, and it's out, and it's on the bestseller list. <laughs> we'll write her there. It's something I'm sure we'll campaign. And one of the other big things, and look, it's tough. Regardless of how they handle it, we're, there's going to be questions. There's going to yeah. be expectations dashed. There's going to yeah. be all that kind of stuff there. But the, these stories, these saga films, Joseph, are about the Skywalkers, right? We're told that. We're told that often. And yeah. then after nine, we won't have that anymore. Well, Ray, as far as we know, Audrey, is not a Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. But... I don't think she is. Ben Solo has that Skywalker. He's got Skywalker blood. So it's still about him. How does the Skywalker legacy uh, travel going forward? Yeah. And I think for some people who are concerned about that, you have to remember that nobody wanted Carrie Fisher to not be in episode nine. So a part of the weakening of that is just the cruel truth of the real world. Right. Um, But I had... Uh, well, I was drinking my second blue alcoholic milk the other night. Good choice. I, I, and this I, wasn't at the canteen, and this was in your house. <laughs> still, still in the canteen. Okay. I got All cut right. off at home. <laughs> Rightly so. Uh, uh, I just suddenly got excited, and my wife was like, well, what is going on with you? I'm like, what, wouldn't this be neat? So mm-hmm. Star Wars, to me, is a story of dynasty, and yeah. it is a story of choice. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anything in The Last Jedi is saying explicitly that dynasty is just bad. It's just saying right, there right. are other ways to approach things too. Right. right. Wouldn't it be amazing if Ray basically said, I get to choose who I am. Mm-hmm. I don't even know my last name because I was just sold mm. for booze. I'm going to take or be given by Leia before she passes the name Skywalker. Oh, there you so go. So I am Ray Skywalker yeah. in a story that an epic story that has always been about found family right. and has always been very friendly to the idea of adoption and that it isn't just your bloodline who makes you who you are. Right. She, it, it is the Skywalker uh, dynasty. It is the Skywalker story. And she is a Skywalker because she picks up the mantle and boy, will of that Luke make and Leia Skywalker. Kylo so mad and hate her even more. Oh, yeah. That's he, my and, name. And then the cop. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> slam my mask into no. Yeah. No, I, I, that's fascinating. I yeah. love that. And that's another thing about having one. time between these two movies where yeah. all this th- all this can happen. Yeah. I'm going to put know? that in a prediction envelope yeah, right now. I like that. <laughs> Joseph Scrimshaw says, and uh, that might be good. And no, the winner be, is La La Land. That'd be interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> that would be interesting. I want, I'm sure there'd be a lot of people having problems with it, which is why I almost want it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry I'm in that kind of mood. Uh, this is... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/spoken today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Still a Skywalker story, we believe, and Luke Skywalker has to factor into that. He's told Kylo, Ben, see around, kid. Mm. He's told Leia, uh, people never really uh, go, and one of the moments makes me cry because it's real, uh, as he talks to Carrie Fisher. Um, Force Ghost Luke is obviously going to be something I believe we're going to see. I, I, I think I, so, too. I, that's, that's easy money. We saw with, with Yoda, we saw that uh, Force Ghost... Uh, are are more than just uh, tired old men that like sitting on logs, as JT <laughs> would say over at Screen Junkies. Um, they <laughs> they factor in, and we learned a lot from the from the books, from a certain point of view, and other things, and, and Clone Wars. It takes a lot and, and to become a Force ghost, and it's kind of another form of your being. It's not just a Casper the friendly ghost. It actually kind of <laughs> has your, it's kind of you in this other form, literally. So, anyways, that said, Joseph, we're we're gonna get this. I guess it's a matter of how much. Yeah. I want it to just be announced. I don't want this thing to be something that we're going to speculate about because right. I uh, like yeah. Mark Hamill mm-hmm. and I want him to be able to go to the grocery store. Yeah. I want him <laughs> to decide <laughs> to take a vacation with his wife and just fly to Italy without people yeah. going, why is Mark Hamill going to Italy? Are they filming Star Wars? Like, uh, People yeah. get followed so <laughs> hardcore. And I, I really do think for the actual actor, the human being's yeah. uh, enjoyment of his life, Let's just announce that he's going to be in the cast. Yeah. If he is. Like, if he is, yeah. Or maybe even if he isn't, just announce him. Just so, announce. So Mark Hamill can go to the grocery store in peace. <laughs> That's why we're doing this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That, that actually, I totally get what you're thinking of. Like, let's just end that now. Yeah. Force Ghost Luke will be there in some form there. Audrey, how, 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 mu- how much Luke do you want in this film? No, I, I, I agree that, I mean, I can't imagine the film without Force Ghost Okay, well, okay, I can't. So, like, you are I, he, this far out, you're already. I, I am saying that he, there is a, pl- there has to be a place. I'd be shocked. Yeah. So, you're I, locking I, yourself in. I, if I, Nine I comes out and he's not there, you're going to bash the movie on Geek Girl Authority, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, in One the theater, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, <laughs> 
take a bobby pin out of my hair that's actually got a little knife in it and I'm going to tear the screen <laughs> in the middle of the film. Hashtag speculate response. <laughs> no, I just, to me, I guess because it seems like the yeah. logical next step, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But mm-hmm. what I also want is it not to be heavy handed, it yeah. to be short, it to be there just for when Luke needs to give guidance mm-hmm. to somebody. I think the important thing going from um, episode eight to nine is that, you know, the big four are gone. Yeah. Vader's gone. Luke is gone. Han is gone. Leia is gone. Yeah. yeah. And it is time to focus on this new group of heroes and villains. Yeah. And if you have, you know, Luke in there too much, I think it's going to muddy it. But I do expect him, whether it's, you know, see around kid kind of thing yeah. where, where he talks to Kylo or whether he talks to Ray, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. But that's that's my speculation. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't or, want him to, wishes. you know, force ghost Luke to just be literally like sitting on the Falcon in the cockpit yeah. like, what's that flashing? Like I don't want any of that. Like <laughs> yeah. I need him to appear, need it to to have weight, but I don't want him to be, you know, if that at that point then yeah, just you should have kept them alive. Yeah, you know, and so I don't I, want him yeah. at, like end a Jedi just waving at everybody, right, saying right. Have yeah, a good there, there, there'll be a happy know? medium. Yeah, and yeah. again, I'm so I'm actually very happy with this decision, um, but I still want to see some sort of of Luke Skywalker appear, and it's, mm-hmm. I guess the, the content, the amount of content, is the big question. Yeah. Right. Uh, Ray in the Force Awakens, you've been mentioning, Audrey, that this vision that was one of the better parts of the Force Awakens because it opened up a lot of questions, and I loved, and I will say, I was on record, I loved. That Star Wars: The Force Awakens introduced these Game of Thrones like questions and worlds. I loved yeah. it. I loved it. It's just when I got the answers, I was like, "Cool, those are the answers." But you know what? I do that with Game of Thrones too. That's just how I am. <laughs> uh, now the words I didn't have a problem with season seven because I was like, "Oh, cool, that's the answer." How, what does that answer mean to me? That's just mm-hmm. how I watch things. So, but Ray's vision is interesting, Joseph, because yeah. it did. It did. Show Kylo and potentially the Knights of Ren. A lot of people are asking where those knights are, um, but it wasn't didn't line up necessarily with what we saw the flashbacks in the Last Jedi. So how does all this her vision, her journey, Kylo's future? How does it all tie in? Yeah, I think it's exciting because as a lot of people have pointed out, it doesn't work. But this is another fan thing where I think a lot of us assumed that that shot in the rain right. where he drives the saber through uh, somebody who I believe is a Kyozo based on the shape of their hat, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that we assumed that was the slaughter at the Jedi Temple. But it absolutely could be the future. Yeah, it could be a ter- there could be a bigger story still to be told with the with where that lightsaber has been because it could be that everything that Ray saw in the Force Awakens is something that that lightsaber has been present right. for or experienced. Huh, yeah. Which I, I I go on that. Uh, I'm locking myself into that, and if the answer's not that, I'm tearing the screen down. No, because I think <laughs> I think there's a little bit of that, a little bit of that with that Quinlan Voss power or something. You yeah, see, I think there's a little bit of it there, and why the the lightsaber was calling to her. You know what? Uh, the same reason why the Force made Anakin. We'll find out, or we won't. And it, why it, it awakened inside it, her. Why it awakened her. It awakened her. But uh, um, I, I like that, and I, I am of the opinion that yeah, that was just Kylo. It's just what she saw, what was in there, and it was another different version. And I love the idea that Ben Solo was just like in a blue nightgown, you know, sleeping and, <laughs> and, and dreaming. Yeah. And, and it could be something else, uh, or it could just be, you know, hey, this happens. Ryan went 
all right, maybe that was supposed to be something, but we'll put, we'll not retcon it, but like Ray wasn't seeing exactly what was happening. Here's what happened. Or in nine, we'll get a different version (laughs) or, or or not a different version, but the story will unfold in three parts. But what about these are your first steps? That's my grabbing the screen down really for me. Yeah, Yeah, that's really why it ties into uh, Obi Wan or just in general. Just and I just want because because it's Obi Wan saying it because it's Ewan McGregor and where they mixed it, where that whatever they did, just because it is his voice, and and maybe they are gonna that that I think out of anything is a loose end if they leave out that I would say oh darn it I really wish I had the answer to that. Yeah, I mean I think there's a great door opened with uh, Ray taking those books uh, so that she actually does have the Jedi books, which yeah. makes that whole uh, Luke and Yoda scene more interesting because it does seem like Yoda is still even teasing Luke of like yeah. when he yeah. says that she already possesses everything she needs. Yeah. I think he means like internally in her soul, in her and character. You see that, you and see then that. also she literally yeah. possesses the books because she, she the took books. them. Yeah. And then uh, like the second time you see her, like, oh, that's so totally Yoda. Oh, Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. little that's so-and-so. So Yoda. Yeah. Uh, but I could see like a scene in terms of random speculating, just, you know, Ray's pouring through those books and just hearing all all the spirits, mm-hmm. you know, all the Jedi with ah. all their opinions about how she should move forward. Yeah, you know what I was even thinking? I like that, Joseph. I- I'm okay that with That would it. solve so many problems. So many problems. <laughs> I'm okay with, uh, throw me some Liam Neeson as qui there, you know, oh, but can you throw me some leaves right now. Right now, we'll do that. <laughs> okay. um, but also, right. you know, part of that too is, uh, and hearing Ryan describe a little bit more why he chose Yoda, yeah. it was this idea that it didn't make sense for Anakin, it didn't make sense for Hayden Christensen back on the screen, and it didn't make sense because he goes, he goes I, there was, a, I, he, I read it today. He said, not on Reddit, I read it <laughs> that um, you know the the idea of Obi Wan, you and McGregor, was it, that was interesting, but. Luke didn't have a connection to that Obi-Wan. True. And they didn't want to digitize Alec Guinness. And yeah. it just makes sense. Yoda was kind of his teacher. Yeah. So And everything yeah. that's going on is what Yoda and Luke went through. Ray yeah. runs off, stops yes. her training to go try to save somebody in peril that yeah. is not going to work out for her. And yeah. so it's, yeah, it's the, those two have been through that in particular. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. So- yeah, be so great if it was just uh, if it was just all these Jedi. This isn't going to happen, but this is just going to be me nerding out. She's reading books and she's just hearing voices, and there's just like all these voices, like who? Oh, I know that's Obi Wan Kenobi. That's Luke. That's Yoda. Oh, who are you, Quinlan Vos? Oh, who who are Yarl Poof? Yarl who are Poof. you? Who are you? I don't, I've never heard of you. Like just uh, just oh, a roll call yeah. of all your favorite weird Jedi. Yaddle. Yeah. What are you? Oh, I can't say. Yeah, Yaddle and stero- <laughs> Stereo here on Four Center there. All right, let's talk a little bit about Rose and Finn, because there was a big lesson there. I love Finn's lesson of choosing a side. And yep, I know, DJ stands for literally don't join. It was on his hat in Arabesh um, the whole time. The answer you sought was right in front of you. Um, th- this, this was... Uh, some of my little problems with the movie still are with the Finn and Rose stuff. I, I, I think they're both great actors. There wasn't as much chemistry as I would have wanted. And, and the storyline did was a, a traveling out to sea when we are going A to B. But I think still think the whole Canto Bite thing and the failure of it was the point of it and leads to this. But, but at the end, we got this Rose and Finn. And I say all that to just show I don't blindly love everything about this movie. All right? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even like their kiss because it seemed like Boyega was, uh, or Finn was like, what? What? What did you? Like what was, are kisses? What the are first kisses? order never told me about. <laughs> this. Oh, I still. I think that is literally Finn's first kiss ever. So. Oh, for sure. Um, but uh, she 
gives us a powerful lesson of we're not going to win by you know destroying what we hate. We're saving what we love, and and their storyline they're connected. Yeah, whether or not I believe that kiss or not yet, they might have a better one later on. And you and I, Joseph, have talked along with Jennifer of the need for romance in Star Wars. Uh, we got a start of it. We got a spring of it there. How do you see all this and that lesson about saving what you love going into nine? How do you th- see it funneling in? I think that I'm hoping for a big twist on kind of the, this theme in Star Wars of the good guys know that they have to fight, but they don't want to fight. Right. His good guys never want to fight, but it right. is a war. And so how can they maintain that perspective? How can they focus on not going out uh, in anger, but instead trying to save people? And how can that change their actions? Is there going to be friction about that? Right. Uh, one of the nice things I noticed is that there's a great setup for, for that line earlier mm. on Canto Bite when Finn says, like, uh, when they're on the edge of the cliff, he's like, well, I'm glad at least we smashed up their city and right. hurt them. And then it it was worth it to hurt them. Yeah. And then she takes the saddle off the father and sets it free and says, now it's worth it. So right. she was already demonstrating to him right. what she says later of like, it's awesome that we freed this creature. Not that we hurt them, that we freed this <laughs> creature. And I am hoping to see that tension, maybe even in decisions Continuum. of like, we can attack this military base to kill Hux. Yeah. Or we can save this refugee ship, you yeah. know? Yeah. What are you going to do? Okay. That's interesting to see a play out like that, Audrey. Yeah. I, I, I think. Um... That that was a theme that was throughout the movie, like it, on on multi, you know when you go back and you see it again, the um, mm. uh, love. What is it? What is it? Uh, fighting for what you love, not you hate, mm. not what you hate. It's when um, you, love, yeah. you know. First of all, Paige. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. It, that's that's what you love. You, you you get that to love the whole movie in the very beginning. Yeah. You know, Leia looking at all the red ships. Yeah. After Pogo's yeah. on his, you know, flyboy mission. Yeah. Flyboy mission. Um, Holdo like. Turning around, she's saving what she loves. She's fighting yeah. for what she loves, which is all those people that are trying to escape. Mm. And, and that, that's a theme that happens over and over and over in the movie. And I think um, it, it, I think that's actually a really uh, a bit of brilliant writing there where all of a sudden when you do get to that kiss, because I actually agree with you on a lot of stuff that you said about Finn and Rose, mm-hmm. you know, um, but when you do get to that kiss, it kind of, um, and then having Luke s- save everybody that's trying to escape, mm-hmm. um, you realize, oh, that's, what this movie is, yeah, is um, fighting for what you love, you yeah, know, and, and everything. And I do think that will carry on into I- into the next mm-hmm. next movie. Um, a- a- anger and rage are such big things in these films, in life in general as well. And seeing how, mm-hmm. how you know how you handle your rage is what makes you. Is, yeah. is is the kind of human being you are. <laughs> That's been me you know, all day. All day. On the all day. If I'm but being, you're doing great. Yeah, if I'm if being, being paid by Disney being. people, why do I have a 2004 Camry with AC that doesn't work in a hole in the bumper? All right. <laughs> Disney's giving me extra money to love The Last Jedi. I hear the Camry Reddit thread starting. <laughs> yeah. We're going to figure out. We're recording it's this secretly. podcast from uh, right. Ken's mansion yeah, in the hills yeah, inside right. his jacuzzi. Absolutely. But it's an Aston Martin underneath the Camry disguise. I've been in it. It's Quite nice. Yes, yeah. But I don't know if champagne. I really answered your question no. there. But well, how goes I, for it? No, I, but I, I like what Joseph's saying too. Uh, I, I think that's that, that tension there and the lesson there, and you're right. Again, that's that's the point. I think off camera, or not off camera, but outside of the movie and the story, that's still the area I look at and go, all right, yeah. yeah. That's why I think Empire is ranked higher for me yeah. because Empire yeah. is a smooth movie. This yeah. one had some bumps, but it because it's because to me it took risks, and, and you're going to have that sometimes. But I do wonder if they are going to be able to get a, a great love story like Han and Leia. 
in 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 this. I, I haven't seen it yet. I, yeah, I haven't seen it yet, yeah. and I and I I do think that's part of Star Wars. We've yeah. discussed it here a lot, and I I think it's 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 okay. And yeah. I think they focused on a lot of other things. It's good. Like I don't think Ray needs it now. If Raylo happens. Great, fine. There's there seemed to be some chemistry between yeah. them. I could totally buy into that. I think that. some people are going in for I don't know if this is the shipping name yet, but Rayo, Rayo, Raypo, Prey, just because of that <laughs> the introduction at the end. Yeah, which was yeah. you know, and I get it. It happened in the Force Awakens novelization, but you know what? So did Unkar Plot's arm getting ripped off. There's a lot of things that happened in the novel that didn't yeah. need to happen. Um, so yeah, that could happen there. Any other final big things? Oh, we got some great fan questions. I want to get to them just yeah. but any other dangling participles on this? Fun early speculation. Yeah, of I nine. want unpredictability, and I want uh, they don't need to steal the show, but I would like the porgs to go on. I You're was okay just with the por- about to ask yeah. if you want the porgs back. I got a pork stowaway. Caught yeah. full porg fever. Yeah, like yeah. I'm. I I left that last showing at El Capitan. I went to the Disney store next uh, yeah. next door, and, and I was just like, "Hey, can we buy all of the porgs and Praetorian Guard stuff? All of it <laughs> now." I love those two things. Yeah, um, I. Uh, I, yeah, I, I got to say, I, I don't know. I, I, if, if a pork shows up at nine, I won't think it's cheap. No. No, as long as it's handled well, it'd be great. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that they had made a home on the ship, but they weren't like yeah. turning off the ship and, and making life miserable for Chewie. Like, they, <laughs> he was shrugging and he was kind of batting them out of the way and stuff like that, but it's not like they were really getting in the way. They yeah. were just like, oh, yeah, it just flew across. The spaceship because of inertia. <laughs> so, That's any, funny. Anything for you, Audrey, that you want in Ep9 that we haven't talked about? No, I think um, uh, we had already talked about like the Carrie Fisher's mm-hmm. stuff and how she's handled and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Ben Kenobi, ben. Kind of. and Ben. You want Ben Kenobi? I think that's a strong thing that's coming forward. It's like you, you <laughs> out of Kenobi. Why are want... these the first steps? Why? Yeah, yeah. Are you, why, why are you whispering that's... Ben Kenobi? Yes, yeah, that's my big thing. But now that Joseph mentioned Qui Gon, and Joseph knows I have this weird love for Qui Gon. Now that's <laughs> all I can think of. Do? Don't make me choose between the two of them. Yeah. I think Qui Gon just shows up and says, "Ray, why did you take my haircut?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the clue right there. Uh, for me, it is Lando. Um, there's some reality. Of course, of yeah, there, yeah. There's some reality of Billy. Williams uh, apparently he, it's not that he's not un like he's unhealthy or anything like that he's just he, he's older and how much can we rely on him there and and Ryan talked about if I was gonna uh, someone asked him directly at this Q and A why has Lando done this and he said I wanted to I really wanted to it didn't fit the story I thought maybe Canto bite but would I wouldn't that have been cheap to just pan by and, and Lando's playing a game and he winks at the camera. And that's all I guess. And he couldn't be DJ yeah. because you ought to, you trust Lando. Yeah. You like Lando. Yeah. You wouldn't have believed him for a second that he would sell them out of the first order. I needed that to happen. And at the end of the day, I'd rather wait or not use him than use him cheaply. Well, oh, with Leia, great, with know? Leia passing, maybe that opens the door to uh, my er, Lando my early back. theory that I'll rip down the screen for when what? it doesn't happen is seven and eight happen over the course of a few days, if not yeah. at the most weeks. Um, that he could still answer that call. Yeah. I hear, I hear Han's dead. Leia needs help. Yep. Nine numb still alive. Let me come. Let me come help everybody. <laughs> I love that we all have our own turd on the screen. <laughs> we all have. We all look. They're there, but we are going to speculate responsibly. Yes. That is the Force Center mantra going into the new year and racing towards uh, both the solo movie and uh, Episode Nine and beyond. We're going to have some fun. You guys out there, have some fun with us. We still want your theories, your speculations. Don't take any of the conversation up top that we don't want it. I just think it led to a little bit of what is going on with this uh, controversy. 
over The Last Jedi. We have some great audience questions to close out our show, Joseph. That is right. And I have to say, in the general uh, theme of this episode, uh, when I put out this call for uh, questions about The Last Jedi specifically and some grievances for Star Wars counseling, uh, that I asked people to state uh, feelings, to say, I didn't like this part, instead of this part was bad. And I'm just really proud that we have a super cool community uh, that likes Force Center. And people had a lot of different opinions and a lot of different things they didn't like about The Last Jedi, but almost everyone expressed it in a really like this didn't work for me and this is right. why and I, I i really felt this was stupid or i felt bad because blah 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 and just it made the world a difference to me to talk about it as opinions and feelings instead of this is the way it is I so like that. huge thank you uh, to our great community here on Force center and here are some of the questions we got uh from omar amin omar asked what would luke's third lesson have been do you think we're likely to find out in nine and i think this is so great I think we're likely to find out in deleted scenes. Oh. Uh, Johnson talked about a large sequence being cut out, and this was came out today on, on the trades and the trade papers, the funny papers, that, uh, that it was um, um, uh, a large sequence involving Luke and Ray. It was an emotional moment, training moment. I think, I think so. I think we'll find out, which kind of takes the fun out of the answers and questions, I understand, <laughs> but I think we're going to find out. So I think they're... I don't know. I think you're you're a better teacher of the Force, Joseph, than me. What would you have taught Ray? Oh, the, my guess is that you can't escape violence. Like, mm. the Force is for knowledge and defense, but every time you go out there with a lightsaber, somebody's going to die. Right. Because I think that's legitimately a huge thing. The only reason that I think that they wouldn't have put it in is it would be mm-hmm. too explicit or too much of a tipping of the hand right. to what Luke was going to do. But I feel like from Luke's perspective, that is an honest lesson because he he wanted his first one was that the force doesn't belong to the jedi the second one is the jedi uh are are full of hubris yeah because they are legends so what was his third one would have been like yeah it's got to be something about like here's something true about the jedi and also why you shouldn't be one (laughs) yeah Uh, kill a lot and i I think there's an elegance uh and the last thing i have to say about this question uh, uh in pitch to you guys I think there's some elegance in the way the film ended up being edited because by default, the third lesson was it's okay to fail. Yeah. Just learn from it. That makes some sense. I like yeah, that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. What do you, what do you want his third lesson to have been? Or what are you going to speculate well, responsibly? <laughs> <laughs> I can't top that. Echo. No, it's pretty good. No, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I'm for once I'm speechless. This is why you're the teacher. <laughs> of the no, I know I'm going to be wrong. I, I think it makes good sense, but I, I can't wait to get that Blu-ray and be wrong. Uh, next up, from Tom Thustian, or Thustian, I do not know. Uh, was Kylo aware of his mother surviving being blasted into space? Um, I'm going to say yes in one of those off-camera moments. You know, yeah. I think he might feel it. Uh, I think that might have been a little bit too when he goes in and grabs the dice and they disappear. I think he could have, he was probably still tapped into something there. Right. I don't that. think, I don't know if he was nearby for when she force pulled her way in back into right. the ship. But I, th- I think that he was still in the vicinity uh, it, yeah. th- that when she left, when she was blown out of the ship. Yeah. It's just know? one of those, and, it, and like, it's not, it's definitely not a plot hole. It's just something that didn't need to be, he, off camera probably was like, ah, she's probably still around. Just like I think off camera, Ray connected with them one time and was like, hey, up, I'm coming over. Like, I'm going to be in this. Because when that escape pod lands, they're expecting it. The TIE fighters are like, cool, thanks, we got it. And he's waiting there. I oh, yeah. There was a conversation that happened. She's like, I'm coming to you. Yeah. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be friends. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> we touched yeah. hands. Yeah. Yeah. I liked in the language of the film that they very clearly connected as he was coming to take this act directly toward her. Right. 
and I really like the idea that he is totally okay with her being dead. Yeah. And knew, knows that she needs to be dead, but he can't do it. He, yeah. he can right. bring himself to do it to his dad, but he can't yeah. bring himself not, to do it to his, to mom. his mom. So I kind of like in my own head canon, like after that blast goes and she's probably dead, he just doesn't reach out. Right. Do you in the forest because he just doesn't want to know. Do you he think in the next mo- movie, like, because he has to have a temper tantrum each movie, that <laughs> someone walks by him and under their breath says, Mama's boy. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. that's what makes him spin out of control. I think that's it. I think that would be <laughs> I think wonderful. It's Hux. Hux has Beautiful. To say. Uh, those first two questions were from uh, Facebook, uh, non Patreon. And here are questions from our patrons on Patreon from Dylan Cicero. With the Skywalker family lightsaber destroyed, would you like to see Ray repair it? Or construct her own unique blade. What would you like Ray's lightsaber to look like? This is some juicy speculating. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think she's going to have to, whether or not she re- rebuilds that one. I, I, for me, this is something I, I could definitely see off camera, comic book book. I don't. I just, you know, when Jedi showed up in 1983 and Luke suddenly had a green one, we all went, cool. <laughs> and later Vader's like you constructed this like, yeah oh thanks Vader yeah cool that's all but the world want. is different now Ken yeah thanks, world Ken. is different <laughs> we need yeah. to see Ray. we didn't know if she has a purple one we need to know why she has a double bladed purple lightsaber but I think she's gonna take the pieces mm-hmm. of it and construct yeah. her own I think there's gonna be something of that lightsaber in her I think it needs to be her, reflect her and her identity but yeah. there, there's gotta be some something from that lightsaber in her new one just like when you have an engagement ring, you take your great grandmother's diamond and yeah, you put a different. I don't know. Exactly no, I, I don't have an engagement ring, so. I, no, I think that's exactly <laughs> on the nose. Like if, yeah. if engagement rings had kyber crystals, exactly, she can take the kyber crystal yeah. and make a oh, new blade. Oh man, what if your ring became a lightsaber because it was a kyber crystal? Oh, that'd kyber be crystal. the happiest person on the planet. That'd be yeah. so that's cool. Yeah, the lightsaber I want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I th- I'd say it'd be cool if she had both. If she fixed the old one and made a new one. Yeah, you balance. Ooh. Yeah, good and question. Dylan. We'll do a much more on that. Trust yeah. me, that's so fascinating to me. Final question from Alex Brandt: How much time would you like to see pass between Episode Eight and Nine? Going into Last Jedi, I was excited to pick up where we left off, but now I find myself bummed that with Episode Seven and Eight, we have only seen a couple weeks at most in universe time take place. We have spent two movies with these new characters, but really only have spent a couple weeks with them. Enjoyed TLJ, but my opinion now is that we should have at least six months pass between films as it lets the characters grow a little more off screen. Yeah, look, actually, you know, Alex, that's a great point. I, 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 I like the idea that it's two movies, really short companion pieces on back to back, but I understand the idea of like, oh, we didn't get to see what happened. We feel the growth between the movies, but you know, that made it different to me. But again, it's, it's, it's a fair question. I want, I think, I think they're going to go with like two years. I think they're going to give us the actual time. And I, and I kind of want that too. Yeah. I think two things. I think because of Carrie Fisher's passing, there needs to be time. Mm-hmm. You know, there needs to be time that, 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 oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 so they can explain what happened and you see everybody's growth and how they were affected by it. And based on the awesome speculation that we just did for the last hour, I'd love to see all that, like what you were saying with Lando and, yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and everything. I'd like to see some time pass for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, I definitely want there to be room for other stories in, yeah. to be told in comic books and movies, and I'd be happy to come in and Ray and Poe and Finn and Rose and Cato Kokonics are yeah. this crackerjack team who've had a lot of yeah. adventures together. Yeah. Yes, and, and, and I want the weight of these last two movies to sit on our new heroes and villains' shoulders right yeah. now so that Finn is not the same Finn that we saw in the last two movies where he's not, you know, he's chosen a side. Let's see what he's like 
two years later after he's chosen his side, what right. is he doing? What is Poe doing now that he's had two years to sit with his actions and, and right. what Ray and so on and so forth? Yeah. I think it will give the characters more gravitas and help gravitas. them lead the, the, the franchise because those other main characters are, are yeah. gone now. I think you're totally right. I think we'll start yeah. with a really strong uh, presentation of those new characters. I'll say it here right now. I think we're going to start with mm. the wedding of Finn and Rose. Ah, there you <laughs> go. Hashtag speculate responsibly. That's uh, the you like, mean, wild, you mean like that, wild speculation. Like the Star Trek movie where it was uh, Riker and Deanna getting yeah. married. Yeah, but maybe a little better. Again, everybody is uh, welcome to their opinions. Everybody's yeah. welcome to their opinions. Those are our questions. Thank you uh, so much uh, for sharing them, and we're going to tackle, tackle so many more in the coming weeks and months. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having this conversation and joining us out there. You can uh, find us on Twitter at Force Center Pod. Use the hashtag Force Center to join the conversation and speculate respons- responsibly. We're on Facebook at Force Center Podcast. You can find us there. Like us. Merch is on tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center. New Ewok shirt, I Heart Murder Bears, and we'll try to get that speculate responsible <laughs> t-shirt out there as quick as possible. Podcast is available on Podomatic, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. Spotify now. That's one of our recent additions. So happy to be on there. And don't forget, we want ratings and reviews, Joseph, on Apple Podcasts. It's important. That's right. The mysteries of the Force are nothing compared to the mysteries of iTunes algorithms. (laughs) Uh, But we do know that it really helps us stay uh, high up in the rankings if we get more ratings and reviews. We're going to do another special episode of Databank Brawl featuring major characters from Star Wars when we get to 275 ratings and reviews. So go Go to Apple Podcasts or iTunes and check it out. That is it. Audrey, I want to thank you so much for stepping in for the wonderful Jennifer Landa, thank who's out on a secret me. mission for the resistance. <laughs> uh, tell them where they can find you and your wonderful work. Uh, please check out geekgirlauthority.com for all your nerd news and nerd speculation. <laughs> and um, you can find us at geekgirlauth on Twitter. And um, you can find me at Audrey Kearns, K-E-A-R-N-S, on Twitter, Instagram. Check us out on Facebook. Check out my podcast, Five Truths and a Lie. Check out my podcast, Neil Before Odd. <laughs> and another new one coming, right? Uh, another Neil Before Odd? Another Oh, yes, podcast, yes. Right? Uh, stay tuned um, at geekgirlfire.com uh, under GGA Studios. We have a new audio fiction podcast coming out nice. this spring. I'm not allowed to say the name yet, but I can tell you that it is awesome. Exciting. That's great. Yes. Uh, Mr. Scrimshaw. Uh, I can be found on the old social media. Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. Uh, also got a lot of shows coming up. Uh, I've got a uh, episode, a live episode of my podcast, Obsessed. It'll be happening in Minneapolis on December 22nd. Then back here in Los Angeles, a New Year's Eve show on New Year's Eve. And then I'll be a part of SF Sketchfest doing another live episode of Obsessed. Info on all that on josephscrimshaw.com on the live shows page. And we will have a new episode of Star Wars Counseling out on the Force Center podcast feed on Friday. I think Star Wars Counseling is going to be the most important show going into 2018. There have been a few requests. A little bit, a little bit, guys. You can follow me at Ken Knapsack across all social media platforms. My show, Anchor, is, my show, Daily Thrones, is on Anchor. Thanks for letting me work through some stuff. Darkness on the internet. We all shall, like the sun, uh, look at it and find hope and I'll survive to the morning. Or I'm going to go hide on an island. We'll see you guys <laughs> next time here on Force Center.
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.